Welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your host, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are, well, unpopular. Ie, do you want me to take a picture of you today? No! Ie, you're looking pretty good under the blanket, just chillaxing. Stop taking pictures of me. I never, at least I have makeup on today, and thank you for deleting the one. Well, I didn't I didn't know that you were going to be so offended by that. I actually I was honestly like, what the fuck? Like I literally looked so ugly. <laughs> I who cares? I was literally like nude. <laughs> no, <laughs> like... you weren't. You had a robe on. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, last yeah. night I almost texted you like, "Oh, I just tweeted something funny," but then I didn't and then I waited until you saw it today, so you know yeah. what? You don't have creative freedom over the Twitter, i.e. That's all me. It's uni- It's just um, unilateral. True. So you just assume that- You chose that- this as a better, as a better angle. Okay. <laughs> I'm literally going to shut the fucking camera off, so <laughs> do not take my picture. Okay, fine. I won't take one. But you it's w- what will. we usually do for our promotion, and I know as hell we're not getting any promotion from the Instagram account. I have a lot on my plate. <laughs> okay. Last night we were supposed to record after work and I you texted me during the day. Hey, Kev, I don't think I can record today. Do you think we can record tomorrow? So I said, what are you doing at 530? And she literally said nothing. And then I had to call her and be like, what are you? What's your alternative to recording tonight? Kev, I just want to sit on the couch. I just want to watch TV. I just wasn't in the mood, but it's okay. It ended up being a great time. I'm glad. I'm always glad we did it. Did you end up having enough couch TV time last night? No, I didn't even end up sitting on the couch because I showered and then I was like, what's the point? I just like sat up in my bed and went <laughs> on my computer for like 10 minutes. And I was like, I'm too tired. And then I went to bed. What time did you go to bed? Like 10. Oh, what did you do in between 8 and 10? showered that takes about an hour spa day jesus christ (laughs) it takes you an hour to shower yes you've been around me many times when i shower it takes me a long time oops oh okay goodness gracious i didn't know it was gonna take the whole well okay here's the here's the real trajectory we got done at like eight right yeah Mm mm-hmm I sat Oh, here there. we go. We're going to get the breath by breath oh, moment, moment by moment gonna, round no, up. I was just, just going to say I sat there for a bit and just like played around on my computer and then I was like, okay, got to get up. And then by the time I was done with all of that, I... I, I promise I'm not going to take a screenshot. You don't need to keep I'm so adjusting, <laughs> adjusting <gonna> that. <laughs> I'm, I'll tell you if I'm going to take a screenshot. How about that? Okay, can I pose Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll do one where you look like Elizabeth um, Holmes, and then I'll post that one. How about that? I think you've already posted ones of me looking like Elizabeth Holmes. Guess what? I the key to social media is repetition. You can't just post one time and expect it to go viral. You know what I mean? You have to throw paint at the wall and see what sticks. So the paint is ugly photos of me. Yeah, that's correct. 
Okay. I think our viewers really like it. I've gotten some great user feedback that they really enjoy those photos of you. See, that's a good angle. There we go. We found it eventually. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not bad. Your eyebrows look nice. Thank you. I did my makeup today. Wow. Had a big date at the dentist. Any cavities? Nope. Still cavity free since 92. Me too. I'd never have had a cavity. That's literally so ratchet. She did cavities. a she did a lot of grinding back there, though. She had a lot of work to do. You had a lot of like plaque buildup. Oh, jeez. Like in my like lingual bar. Oh, oh! I don't yeah, always thing on the back of your teeth. I don't always floss those, so I floss everywhere else every day, but not always my bar. Anyway, nobody cares about my dental hygiene. Nope. They sure don't. That's not what we're here to discuss today. Do we have any other um, pre-matter to talk about? Um, I just wanted to say that this is our third day recording in a row, and we're just like really trying to churn out the content for all of you because we're really trying to hit 200 episodes by the time IE turns 30. It's just going to be a crazy time because we did start this podcast when you were 27. Oh my God, that's nuts. Right? 2018 and um i is having a reunion in a few weeks and we were discussing how she went to her five-year reunion and we've made this powerpoint presentation where every year we put the kardashian child being born with like what i was doing that year just an ingenious little powerpoint party template Mm -hmm. to use and that could continue on for the next few years if you wanted it to but oh there have been um, a lot more kids Exactly. Already. I mean, you wouldn't want one with like, um, what's her name? Oh my gosh, uh, Dream. Dream may really... have already been in that one. Oh, she might have been. How old's Dream? She's pretty old. Oh, jeez. Like maybe my four or five. We'd have to add. Maybe we can do Elon Musk's kids. Him and Grimes. Well, it's only it's only been. It'll only be like two and a half years three years since that reunion that was 2019 oh yeah this isn't like our 10-year college reunion you're at what eight years now three years since then yep good math do you think you'll ever go back to an allegheny reunion again yeah i think we'll probably go to the 10-year one oh really you're gonna get a village in north envy too Maybe. It was kind of fun. I don't know. It was funny, though. Like, when I was talking to Kylan the other day, I was like, LOL, like, the last time we were here, we were like, oh, what if we have kids? (laughs) It's like, literally (laughs) none of us are going to have kids. Wait a second. At your five-year college reunion, you said, what if you have kids? No, not me personally. I think (laughs) someone was just like, oh, what if, like, the next time, like, one of us like in five years like someone could have a kid i guess yeah yeah in two years somebody could have a kid i have an idea of who the person having a kid would be i think it would be curdle yeah right i can we like stay away from the naming people oh she doesn't care we all say curdle would be the first one to have a kid it's okay okay sure i'm Um, not saying anything rude well you would when she finally gets pregnant oh of course (laughs) (laughs) I has a coworker who's is she still on maternity leave or she's back now? Yeah, she's back. And uh, the other day, I was like, honestly, her baby's so ugly. Like, I, you think every baby's ugly? That's not. No, like, I don't. 
Name one baby you think was cute. Like a real baby that I know? Yes. I don't know any babies. Well, oh, you got out of that one. How about a celebrity baby? I think all the Kardashian kids are cute. I think (laughs) uh, uh, Luna and Miles are cute. Okay, fine. But how about somebody without great genes and like your cute genes? You mean like someone that I follow on Instagram? Yeah. I no. I don't think anybody's Nobody. ordinary kids are that cute. <laughs> ordinary kids. So did you see that Margot Oshry was in at that same place that we went to on her account or on her friend's accounts? In on our friend's accounts. Oh, yeah. did they have a they nice went to, time? It was that, what was it called? Sir table, Sir table or something? Sir Beach House, Sir Beach Club or something. Beach Club, Sir. Yeah. Because I saw they were walking in and I saw like the swing that Kush got his picture in. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, anywhere I go, I'm like most, I literally Google most Instagrammable restaurant X place and that's where I want to go. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm feeling so much pressure. I don't know. I feel like so much pressure like planning trips because I like, I feel like I need to have I'm worried I'm going to miss things, you know? And obviously you're going to miss things because you're somewhere for not that long, you know? Oh, I absolutely think that maybe, like, we didn't do everything we could have in Cabo. Like, you were wa- we would walk past places and be like, oh, that looks really cool. We should do that. But it's like, you, there's no way you're going to get to everything in one week. No. And you're well, that's why I'm, that like, stressed about Italy. Oh. Yeah. Is Nashville- that why we haven't really made much progress on the itinerary in Italy? <laughs> I just want to get this. I just want to get the hotels booked, and I'm like waiting until my credit card simmers oh, down a little point. bit. Yeah, and I want to get which I will now that I just spent another four hundred dollars at Lululemon. I, I will hit my <laughs> um quota. So yeah, that's good. But I did. I was actually when I was scrolling on my computer in my bed last night. I was like looking at hotel hotels in Europe are so weird. It's like. None of them are like names. There are like there are name brand ones, but so many of them are just random things. They're boutiques, yeah. The, and that's like the big difference between the U.S. and Europe is like your U.S. is so commercialized, and we're like uh, trained the, uh, to love. The them. other thing that's hard, like for most of these hotels, like two beds is not like a standard thing that because that's like an option like everywhere here, but the it's US, not yeah. there. What so is it usually be... just a king bed? No, it's literally like a one, like Full queen. Bed. Oh, okay. yeah, like a that, and that's it. So you can get ones that have like two rooms or something. But I don't know. I'm just, I have an idea of like it's probably like a pretty touristy area, but like you're very close to like everything that we would want to see. I think mm-hmm. so. I feel like since we're not there that long, it'll be good to be like a little more central. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we can just like walk to places. Hey, now, hey, now. And like once yeah. we get picked up by Paolo's scooter, it's going to be a lot easier to go to places. It's going to be easier to scoot, scoot, scoot around. Well, you and Kush will be with uh, Brown Noser with a hidden agenda on the bus. So have fun with that. Oh, you're going to be with Paolo. Yeah, of course. Oh, damn. Well, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so I need to I needed to get on that because I'm sure places are going to start to get booked up and yeah and i feel like there will be some cool airbnb options especially like for where we'll stay like on the amalfi coast like 
it's the middle of the week, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So we might have some more uh, like flexibility. More options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were saying that you think that you're going to like, you feel like you're not going to be able to see everything that you want to see or that you're just like going to miss things. I know there's all, like in a city, it's like anywhere you go, like you're never going to see everything. And there, like part of me is always like, oh, that sucks. You know, it's like yeah. you could be like, oh, this restaurant's cool. But then you like you said, you pass by like 50 more places that are also right. cool, but you could never unless you go back every year you could never go to all those this is my inner paranoia probably but it's just like oh that kind of sucks this is that's literally how i feel in san francisco and i live here i literally just walked by this place it was like oh yeah and there's probably like constantly places opening too yeah yeah. the the place we went to dinner last night and i was like oh wasn't haven't we been here and we had been there but the restaurant had changed it literally it's two restaurants owned by the same company they switched this other restaurant out and put a new restaurant in but they kind of have the same vibe and some of the same menu items it's i I guess it was kind of just like a rebrand and i was so confused i was like i'm pretty sure i were you you were like was i really drunk or something well and i've walked by before and been like oh i've already been there check that off the list but then it was a completely different restaurant i was like oh my goodness gracious and of course they had a neon sign so it was like well i know that neon sign was cool yeah 10 out of 10 would recommend do you but feel I feel like, like the I feel like the fun thing like there will be like I I do also like just walking around and being like oh like this place is cool yeah I'm not like oh we need to have like a dinner reservation every night kind of thing like I'm I not think really definitely worried about that definitely Rome is a walk around grab a glass of wine keep walking around literally eat have pray, some pasta our way through. yeah and it's gonna be good anywhere and That's- the food. That's like how Paris was. Like, I was just going to say that. I We are literally on the same wavelength. If we did one, I was going to say, if we did one thing right, it was Paris. It was just like we walked somewhere, had a glass of wine, walked somewhere else, had a glass of wine. That one day that we just like walked to this place, I remember this like Caesar salad. Like we just like did it. I remember that too. That was like our break free day. That was our break free <laughs> Ariana Grande was support- supporting us that day. But, like, I yeah. like that. You can just, like, walk around, find somewhere. A little and there's always, like, somewhere, like, cute. And, like, it's going to be something, like, new and different to us. So I'm the, not like, oh, I need to eat in, like, the best restaurant in Rome, you know? Right. The The issue when we get to the Amalfi Coast is, like, I think the hills are literally alive with the sound of music. So we have to, like, be more targeted. It's kind of like Cabo. Like, when we go <laughs> down the hill, we have to have, like, some like sort of Like, you want to stay in that area. Or, like, yeah, and I need to, to just, like pick the places like on the coast that I really want to go to just to like, I don't want to spend too much time like transportation, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But I do want to like explore, like I would like really like to go to Capri. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We got this. I big 30, big 30th birthday trip. It's going to be amazing. So it's going to be great. Now we could pay for this whole thing with a fake drug pharmaceutical company if we wanted to, but yeah, then we that was might such a great segue. Then we might be indicted for fraud and and mail fraud, wire fraud. So um, I have a question for you. That. Yeah, if you were to like do some like big espionage scam scandal, like what do you think it would be? Like what do you think your skill set would like set you up for? Here's the thing. I'm literally not smart enough, nor do I have like 
I actually have morals or I couldn't do some of these things. Pretend you had no morals. I like, okay, what would be your dream then? I want to do something where I set it up on the internet and I scam old people or like dumb people out of money, but it's like through a fake account. Like that would be harder to track. I can't imagine these people, like this is the audacity of Elizabeth Holmes and Anna Delvey. Like they walked up in board meetings with people and literally lied straight to their face. Like that whole episode where they like wouldn't let them see the lab and like that she literally had them transmit another test result to the thing so it looked like it worked. And she didn't even bat an eyelash. She was like, oh, we're going to use that old result. She is a sociopath. Like she truly – and Amanda Seyfried is doing such a great job at portraying her, I think, when you see like the comparison. But I could never live with myself if I was lying that often to people. See, I think I could do it. I don't think so. I like you, you don't think I could. She was literally employing people. Like that's the thing. Like, well, no, she, and I would be no, and that sucks because like all of those people, like that one guy that like they showed like his kid and his family. Yeah. And I can't remember what his name was, but like he was so nice. The and, head like, engineer. You could tell, yeah, you could tell like he did not like it wasn't sitting right with him. Well, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I was saying is like, do these people all just take that off their resume? Like, imagine going to your next employer and being like, "Oh, where, I where did at you work?" Theranos. Literally, and everybody in the world knows what that is now. That it was literally like a huge scam company. Like that girl that worked for what did who did she work for? Like Facebook or something? Who are you talking about? The girl that was like helping with their like design like she designs or no she designed like iphones is she in the show yeah oh really she designed they brought her and she ended up she ended up quitting she like she worked for apple she helped like design like the aesthetic to like make them prettier because like elizabeth holmes wanted to like make Make the the device prettier nicer yeah that girl you know, I it's like asleep during that part. Yeah, it's like she had this like really reputable like career, and then they sort of brought her on as like a lateral hire or whatever, right. and then she right. came in and then was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like she and she eventually quit. Yeah, you definitely missed that. I think there's so many things about this whole story that are really fascinating, and that's why these shows are like getting such traction on all like everybody's going to be like looking for the next scammer to make a show Mm -hmm. about but like i also like i i've also watched like a documentary version of her and i have for like a lot of hbo a lot of these kind of people yeah i think i did watch that one but i think i enjoy like the dramatized versions of these much more than like the documentary oh well that's like just you as a person i you would much rather see like it played out by amanda seyfried than actually like the see the series of i like documentaries though but like i think i like documentary do you like more as a story world war ii i mean i've watched a lot of like true crime documentaries and stuff yeah but even in those i'm not watching documentaries of like how grass grows or you know like in the one in that the one true crime documentary that I watched where that guy puts his family in the oil 
barrels or whatever mm-hmm. remember that guy like they like acted it out and they had like a lot of like true footage and stuff like that see that's the thing i like if it's a documentary it needs to have real footage you better have those primary sources you better see, go I don't, back in those Body ones cam. like when they're just interviewing people and then they have people acting it out i don't like that as much but like that one about all the kids chained up and they had like the body cam footage of I, if I could count the amount of times that we talk about these poor kids chained up in their house in Ohio, I would, I, I don't even have the fingers or toes to count how many times we talk about them. I was literally in Bed Bath & Beyond the other day listening to our podcast and you're like, oh, I watched an entire documentary on TikTok about these kids who got chained up. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like I, what, listen to yourself. You just laughed about kids being chained up and you were like, oh, oh I, don't know. I wasn't it laughing was about aw- them. I it was, was awful. But <laughs> sorry. Oh my goodness. Shows you're, how much I like just, kids. You're just funny, I that these are the things that you're like so fascinated by. I feel like I fix like I'm like fixated and fascinated by some pretty dark shit sometimes. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, notes from I, my therapist. No, seriously. You have a that notebook is pretty chock full of things for your therapist. I had something else that I wanted to say and now I can't remember it. We were talking about the documentaries. Oh, <clears throat> so last week I watched Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman because I'm really trying to round up. I'm done watching the Oscar movies that are up for film of the year because those are awful. Year, year of the Dog, Power of the Dog, whatever. And <clears throat> I've moved on to only caring about the best actress category. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very internally like conflicted about who I'm rooting for right now. So I wanted to make sure that I've seen all the fi- all the movies. So I watched Being the Ricardos, Nicole Kidman, and they it was in very interestingly done film. So they had these three writers, and they were interviewing the real people who were the writers on I Love Lucy, but then they were also being portrayed as people in in the acting. And that's something that I've never really seen in like a blockbuster film. So it wasn't about like Judy Garland. Is Judy Garland I Love Lucy? No. Um, Who plays I Love Lucy? Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. Ball. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Judy Garland. (laughs) Was it about Lucille Ball or the Ricardos? It was about Lucille Ball. She was married to Desi Ricardo. And then the show was about her and Desi. Have you ever seen that show? It's pretty stupid. <laughs> well, that's what sh- it was called physical acting or something. It was like a pretty revolutionary thing. It's an interesting play if you're like interested in comedy and stuff because it go- does just, go through some of that. I just heard people on a podcast I listened to today talking about physical comedy. Oh, I had yeah. never heard that term before. I That is a type of comedy that you do not like at all. That's it's like, like the, slapstick comedy. Yeah, like very it's like. like you know what it makes me think of is the Lizzie McGuire episode where they go on that game show with the rice pudding. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah, they don't understand ridiculous. Spanish oh, and they and eat the rice so, pudding. Yeah. And you just sit there and you're like, oh my God. See, these you hate are that. So dumb. It's like but, that scene where they're at the factory. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. And you're just like, and people think that's funny. And I'm like, 
you could have figured this. It's like you're just dumb. They go back and forth over a joke the entire movie where she's enters the room and she's setting up the table for a nice dinner and she wants to cut the flowers and she's having problems putting the flowers in the vase and then she cuts all of them and then she floods the flowers with water and like that is like such an integral joke in the show and like looking at that now is like not the epitome of comedy but it was back then anyway my moral of this story was that they kind of spliced like a documentary feel into a movie and it I said I didn't really like it very much. And my mom was like, I like it because I knew who those people were. And like, I'm more connected to it. So it's like about a nostalgia thing as well, I guess. Anyway, all that to be said, I really do think Nicole Kidman was amazing in that movie. And I still don't. I think I'm still with Jessica Chastain to win the Oscar. Do you have any more left that you need to see? For that um, category. I always forget who the fifth one is because the fifth one, so it's Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, Jessica Chastain, Nicole Kidman, uh, Lady Gaga, I think. And then there's a fifth one, and I think it's either Penelope Cruz or something else. I don't think I've seen the fifth one, Oscar nominees. Literally, how many times have we talked about the freaking Oscar nominees? I know. Best actress, Jessica Chastain. Oh, I haven't seen Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter. You would like that one. Oh, yeah. I keep meaning to watch that. It's literally on Netflix. Yeah. So uh, I misspoke. It's Olivia. I forgot about Olivia Coleman. So Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, Kristen Stewart, Nicole Kidman, Penelope Cruz. Lady Gaga did not. Um, I was going to say Lady Gaga didn't get nominated. She, I feel like she could have. She was like in the running. People are saying she was snubbed a little bit, but um, is the Lost Daughter like a thriller? Yeah, I think so. I think you would people, really like it. I people search what was the point of the Lost Daughter. <laughs> oh, I thought that it was like she lost her daughter, like to like her daughter died, and then she has this like psychotic break when she's on vacation where she thinks this other girl is her daughter, and she like kidnaps her. It's a Maggie Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah, it looks good. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Maybe that'll be my couch time. So now that yeah, I'm still going to go with Jessica Chastain. So there we go. That's my conflict resolution. What was that movie again? The Eyes, the of, Eyes Tammy of Tammy Faye. Faye another one that oh, you won't watch. That. Yeah. I, it's okay. not that I won't watch it. It's just not on anything. Um. Yes, it is. Or is it? Yeah. What's it on? Amazon Prime, I think. Uh-oh. And you would you would like Spencer, too. Is Spencer on anything? Yeah, Hulu. Oh, it's on... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Eyes of Tammy Faye is on HBO Max. And Spencer is on uh, Hulu. Okay. We're going to line up my AVOX weekend. Okay, let's freaking do it. All right, so let's get back to the incredible acting of Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout as she plays... Elizabeth Holmes. Let's do Amor it. of the day. Well, do you want me to just talk about Elizabeth Holmes first? Yeah. You got the Wikipedia? Of course. Um, so Elizabeth Holmes, Elizabeth Ann Holmes. Wow, really <laughs> creative name. Born, that uh, really added a bit of spice. Um, born February 3rd, 1984, is an American former biotechnology entrepreneur who was convicted of criminal fraud. 
In 2003, Holmes founded and was the, that's crazy. It was that far that long ago, 2003. When she what? When she founded Theranos. That was oh just well, yeah, so that was her sophomore year of college. It was just I didn't realize it like went on for that long. I didn't know what year it was. Um, I do like the incorporation of all of the like music in the show. It's kind of funny. Yeah. They um they had suddenly I see KT Tunstall. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, sorry. Um. She was the chief executive officer of Theranos, a now defunct health technology company that soared in valuation after the company claimed to have revolutionized blood testing by developing methods that could use sparingly small volumes of blood, such as from a finger prick. Do you think that's something that like actually could happen, or um, do you think she a- was always? I don't think so. Why not? Like you need a certain amount of blood to run different tests. So that's why sometimes they take like a lot of blood out. Yeah, they take a lot, especially if they're running all different kinds of tests. Oh, I've only had blood taken out one time and it was just like a little vial. Oh, Nick vial. Um, okay. So in 2015, Forbes had named Holmes the youngest and wealthiest self-made female billionaire in America on the wow. basis of a nine billion dollar valuation of her company. I bet the, they I'm feel excited dumb. to see how this like continues to because in the fourth episode, that's when it first started, like her partnership with big pharmacies and stuff. And she um, in, only in started store. wearing her uh, turtleneck. Yeah. Um, in the following year, as revelations of potential fraud against Theranos' claims began to surface, Forbes revised its estimate of Holmes's net worth to zero, and Fortune named her in its feature article on the world's 19 most disappointing leaders. The decline of Yikes. Theranos began in 2015 when a series of journalistic and regulatory investigations revealed doubts about the company's technology claims and whether Holmes had misled investors and the government. In 2018, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission charged Theranos and Holmes with deceiving investors by massive fraud through false or exaggerated claims about the accuracy of the company's blood testing technology. Holmes settled the charges by paying a $500,000 fine, returning 18.9 million shares to the company, relinquishing her voting control of Theranos, and accepting a 10-year ban from serving as an officer or director of a public company. In June 2018, a federal grand jury indicted Holmes and former Theranos COO Ramesh Balwani on count on nine counts of wire fraud and two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and the victims being investors and patients. Her trial in the case of U.S. versus Holmes um, ended in January 2022 when Holmes was convicted of defrauding investors and not guilty of defrauding patients. She faces up to 20 years in federal prison, plus potentially millions in restitution and fines. Sentencing oh. is scheduled for September 26, 2022. I'm going to have a party. I'm gonna Can have you a imagine party. sitting around for nine months knowing that they might come and be like, you have to go to jail for 20 years? And you have zero dollars. Like, you have zero dollars. You can't do anything. Like, I would she's honestly... probably, yeah, she's probably really thinking about it on it. I was just thinking about it. Yeah, I would do like a reverse. I would prick my wrist. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get some blood tests. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that is so crazy. Like, I mean, she's going to be in prison for a long time regardless. Like, she has to know. 
It's interesting that they did not find her guilty of defrauding patients. Is that just because they found it out? Like they put it on the shelves and then they never got to patients. But like, I don't know. Something to be should be said about like it could have like it had the potential to. Well, and people would have been getting these like false results, and they could have been like, "Oh, I'm I'm okay," or "Oh, I'm not okay," and like made other like medical decisions based on like what those tests were telling them. You know. You know what words just came to my mind based on this and Anna Delvie? Benevolent sexism. Really? Because I think that these men in these companies feel like oh that's so cute this girl has like her company and like that guy from walgreens was like oh she's being secretive that's good she's doing this that's that's good like that's like exactly what benevolent sexism is it's like you don't assume that these women are like up to something sinister right you you assume that like women are always being like emotional and looking for like the greater good of everybody right so that and that's why, like, in the end, sometimes women aren't, like, charged as heavily. Wow, I, that was one of my comp. <laughs> I did learn something, I isn't guess. That crazy? This is literally it come to life. Like, no yeah. banker would have given Anna Delvey the, day, the time of day, really. Like, her proposal made no sense. She was totally extravagant, totally out of her realm. And then she was so persistent and kept calling and texting and, like, whatever – and she had this persona that they believed her. Same thing with Elizabeth Holmes. Like, she's smart. She is accomplished. Like, she kind of sounds like she knows what she's talking about. But then there was that one guy who was like, "You, what are your qualifications for even doing any of this? Like, no mm-hmm. college degree, no track record. You literally think you're going to revolutionize the blood industry? Like, you – Right. Somebody could, should have been like, this is wrong. And it got to that point. I just don't know how it even got past that point where they were realizing at the beginning that it wasn't working. You know what I mean? They kept, it's like they always think that these corporate like secrets and like NDAs and like we can't show you the stuff means like, oh, it's this beautiful product all ready to go. But like it just isn't even ready. They were like, like do you think that's how like most you? companies are? Probably. No, I don't think so because like they, you know, how we've just seen like how vaccines go through this like huge trial to go through FDA and CDC and all these like different levels of things. Like they have to show their results up front. Yeah. I I just don't know how like they made it through as far as they did. This was corporate. It's also a very unconventional thing. The blood testing thing? Yeah. This was all corporate greed because, as you saw in episode four, like, the only reason that Walgreens picked this up is because they thought she was going to Safeway. And the only reason they thought she was going to Safeway is because she pretended she was going to CVS. And Mm -hmm. so they were all, like, acting like they wanted to get the one up on each other and for a product that literally didn't even exist. And that is the one thing that I think her and Anna Delvey are good at is, like, pretending like they know what they're doing mm-hmm. i just feel like that like this device isn't like a medically necessary thing so i feel like it's you know it's just like a supplementary thing you know what i mean like oh. it's not going to go through the same like regulation processes like a vaccine would you know here oh wait say that again 
Okay, maybe I I don't know. I don't think it would. I don't think it would go through the exact same like approval process that like a vaccine would because it's like a technology. It it's not like it's literally a blood testing machine. It definitely should go through FDA and all of those things. And that's like the the way she bypassed it is like CVS can put things on their shelves that aren't necessarily FDA approved. They probably shouldn't. And they, they probably as a corporation try and stay away from that because they want FDA approved things only sold in the U S like this is yeah. literally if she wanted it to actually be sold to patients, she could have gone to like Mexico and put it in a store down there. Like the FDA is so strict about what gets sold based on people's health and safety. Like there's no way she would have had to go through the FDA and they never would have allowed this thing because there's no data that it actually works because it doesn't work. This is literally she was in her Stanford Theta bedroom and she literally watched star trek and in star trek they probably like pricked somebody's finger and got a bunch of stuff from it and she was like that's what i want to do like it's just science fiction yeah she's a weird girl anyway uh, let's get- maybe we should talk with like low voices like she does i can't i hate that so much <laughs> like it's, it's just like it's so like cringy a- like I, and then that person was like, oh, like, Elizabeth, are you not feeling well today? Like, <laughs> It's like a combination of diagnosis and therapy. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's called Theranos. Um, it's a combination of therapy and um, what is diagnosis. That? And diagnosis. I, um, how much would we have hated Elizabeth Holmes like in college? That scene where she's I know, like, I was trying to like think of like who we went to college with that was sort of like her. Oh, can I can name anybody? a few I can name a few people that were constantly senior year, I'm in my lab, like I'm working, I'm and then I'm gonna go to research after college. Like you knew those people that never went out, literally were so weird and like so focused on mm-hmm. their whatever and literally like went to their uh professors like house for dinner and shit. Like it's like you're at Allegheny College undergrad like none of your research here is gonna break any barriers I mean that is the difference she was at Stanford like in a graduate lab so there's a little bit of a difference there but yeah the other thing is um when she was at that she I feel like she actually do you think she was smart yeah she is smart it's just like how she like she was like a freshman or whatever and just like walked into that like graduate level course you know Here's the thing. If she would have gone through school, graduated, probably gone to grad school, maybe gotten her PhD, she could have joined a blood testing company like Quest or something, learned from them. Then maybe after like five or 10 years when she actually had like a working idea, done her own thing. Like they and probably maybe could come up worked. with something, but not something like- a little bit better. Yeah. She just And that's what people kept saying to her. They're like, you don't have- you're not a doctor. You don't have a PhD in anything. You didn't go to business school. Like you don't have qualifications for any part of this business, no. like for your product or the business itself. Like nope. none of it. Nothing. Like that's like, one thing that you actually like. A lot of things you don't need school for, but stuff like that you need school for because there's like actual like facts chemistry. you need to learn to right, do like that. Actual yeah. things that you should know. One, well, I don't really understand why some of those people even worked for her because. I would be like, you don't know. It's like that British guy. He was like, you literally don't know what you're talking about. And then she fired him and then hired him back. So it was like, I don't know why you people stayed that long. I would have been gone 
as soon as they said we're running 24 hours i would have been like you can count me out that's thanks insane that's literally crazy and that's like she was literally a cult leader like she had convinced these people that she was literally revolutionizing this thing with her mystery and that's what nobody knew nobody knew anything about her really like she like they just knew she was weird and sleeping in her sleeping bag in their office. <laughs> she was zipping <laughs> in there. <laughs> so weird. What I was trying to say before, sorry, I you're really standing up for yourself today. I appreciate it. You're not letting me talk over you. Was mm-hmm. when she was in her Chinese immersion program and she was like, You guys should she said in Mandarin, like, you guys should really be talking in Chinese. It's an immersion program and they like literally looked at her. That and would like, be us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like she's weird as shit. Like we, you literally are learning Chinese at this like immersion program. Like loser. Yeah. Anyway, anything else? Oh, that no, that's all okay. that I wanted. To I was say. just going to continue with the article. Yep. Um. So the credibility of Theranos was attributed in part to Holmes's personal connections and ability to recruit the support of influential people, including Henry Kissinger, George Schultz, Jim Mattis, and Betsy DeVos, all of whom Betsy had served. DeVos? I guess <laughs> that tells you something. Um, or would go on to serve as U.S. presidential cabinet officials. Holmes was in a clandestine romantic relationship with Balwani during most of Theranos's history. Following the collapse of Theranos, she started dating hotel heir Billy Evans, with whom she had a son in 2021. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Holmes's career, the rise and dissolution of her company, and the subsequent fallout are the subject of a book, Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup by the Wall Street Journal reporter John Carreyrou, um, an HBO documentary feature film, The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, and a miniseries called The Dropout. Um, what else about her? I did think like her, um, her background was interesting and sort of like her parents. I I feel like they threw in some things about her family that may have like influenced her a little bit, like about how her dad was like a part of Enron and was fired and like a part of that scandal, like that whole thing. Like, I think that made her like want to do something on her own and like yeah. not make the same mistake that her dad did um what else also fucking um the guy from uh why can't i think of what the show is called which show the dad from that show that ratchet show in chicago oh shameless shameless yeah he's like the other guy he looks off he looks so bad in that it's Um, like are you on drugs in this one too also i just i thought like she did have i mean she was like raped um and that was a kind of rough series of scenes yeah yeah that was like a lot and she was just like a very socially awkward Mm -hmm. person and like these things would happen to her. Like, I feel like she was trying to do certain things to like appear normal. Like she was in a sorority. Like she was sort of like 
dating around a little bit like but none of it was like i feel like she was just doing it to like check a box like oh i'm in college like i'm gonna do these things well and that's why she thought all that was below her beneath her that's why she didn't even finish college i'm reading about this betsy devos stuff she her company betsy devos which first of all betsy devos the secretary of education should not have their own multi-million dollar company that's just number one number two she invested a hundred million dollars into Theranos. Holy shit! It's probably like Trump liked her. She probably like, invested a oh, hundred million dollars into fucking Trump, Trump Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. One of their one of her one of the bosses of her private equity office said they had the one of the most interesting meetings I can recall with the company founder Elizabeth Holmes. Wow. I'm sure so, it was interesting. But here's the thing that here's the thing that's really going to be in the nail in Elizabeth Holmes's coffin is because she's getting all this attention now, all of these companies are going to want their money back and more, and there's literally no way she's ever going to be able to pay these people back. Oh, she's like she's dug herself like into the biggest hole you could have. Like there's no way she can ever recover from any of no, this. No. No. Like, she's never going to be able to pay a cent back. Unless she had, like, originally come from money. Well, I'm wondering, what did you just say her, she had a baby with a hotel person or something? Yeah, I don't think, she's. I don't know if they're still together, but. She's around trying to get that baby money, you know, child support money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. So here's a little bit more about that oh she also um wait what's happening here oh this is interesting okay so they're talking a little bit about Sonny and he's an interesting so he he had gotten divorced in 2002 and then they became romantically involved in 2003 about the same time that she dropped out of school then they moved in together in 2005 then he joined Theranos in 2009, and he was given the title of COO. Um, they jointly ran the ran the company with a corporate culture of secrecy and fear, according mm-hmm. to the employees. Their romantic relationship was was kept secret for much of their time running the company. He left Theranos in 2016 in the wake of investigations. The circumstances of his departure are unclear. Holmes has stated that she fired him, but he says that he left on his own accord. On November 29th, 2021 Holmes testified that she had been raped while she was a student at Stanford and that she sought solace from Balwani in the aftermath of the incident. She also said that he was very controlling during their romantic relationship, which lasted more than a decade. And at times he berated and sexually abused her in her testimony. She stated that he also wanted to kill the person she was and create a new Elizabeth. However, she also testified that Balwani had not forced her to make the false statements to investors, business partners, journalists, and company directors that had described that had been described in the case. In court filings, he has categorically denied abuse allegations, calling them false and inflammatory. Um before the March 2018 settlement, Holmes owned half of Theranos' stock. Forbes listed her as one of the okay, we already talked about like what's her defense strategy here like is she trying to blame him for she's she's saying that his like emotional trauma led to some of her 
but not her like to, decisions. Like almost. why? But she's, she's saying like that he that, didn't do any of it, but right. these things affected me and right, right. What's the point of her even saying that then? Like at least say, right. oh, he controlled me and he made me do all these things. I would throw him completely under the bus. Right. Um. She reportedly owed a $25 million debt to Theranos in connection with exercising stock options. She did not receive any company cash from the arrangement. Um, in early 2019, Holmes became engaged to William Billy Evans, a 27-year-old heir to Evans Hotels, a family-owned hotel group of hotels in the San Diego area. There we in go. In mid-2019, Holmes and Evans reportedly married, so they did get married. Uh-huh. Um, they have not directly confirmed whether the two are actually married and several sources continue to refer to him as her partner rather than her husband they live in san francisco oh my god (laughs) you could pass them by um holmes gave birth to a son in july 2021 um you know what that's the first correct life movement she's made is like okay, I'm finding going down. someone like that and marrying I gotta, him. Yep, I gotta find somebody dumb and rich and have a baby ASAP and literally get him to pay off some of my fucking debts. Hotel mogul, great, amazing. Oh, that's like the that's, ultimate. Yep, you that's need the to find only way she's in getting in like out. Energy or like hotels, and like you can see you can see the benevolent sexism in court cases right now when she goes in there in September with her baby and is like you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna separate take me away from um, my baby yeah oh I didn't know about any of this oh she's she is truly I she's think she might dumb. be evil yeah I think she might be truly evil mm-hmm. um okay she's uh, in January 2022 NPR obtained a copy of a partial police report from the evening of October 5th, 2003, in which Holmes called the police and alleged that she was sexually assaulted at a frat house at Stanford. The police report supported claims made by Holmes during the trial in which she said, I was questioning how I was going to be able to process that experience and what I wanted to do with my life. And I decided that I was going to build a life by building a company. She had started Theranos later that year. The report written by the deputies who responded to the call was withheld from release and the partial information obtained by npr does not identify an alleged perpetrator or Mm. other details about the incident but identifies the street address of the sigma chi fraternity house as the location interesting that fraternity has a long history of citations for conduct problems and has been suspended from university recognition since may 2018 wow you know what really stuck out to me in that whole interchange was um my goodness what's going on when her mom was like there to support her, but her mom clearly like never really knew how to support her. And she like was trying to scrub out her mini fridge and like made her like drag this mini fridge to the dumpster. Like that is so typical, like boomer mom, like not being able to actually like be supportive and thinking you're being there as a support system, but you're really not like, yeah. And honestly, I can't blame that mom because when she came home and was like, I'm dropping out of Stanford, I would literally was going to, I would have been like, you're a fucking idiot. You're staying in school. Like I'm not paying for this weird blood testing company. Right. I am so sorry. It's pitch black there. 
I know. <laughs> what well, seven seven thirty nine. <laughs> I know it happened so fast. We're not gonna have time to go through all these articles, I.e., but I would like you to try. Oh my God, we're literally at fifty minutes. <laughs> maybe the um the sunny article, Sunny Balwani's Theranos trial has been complicated by the dropout. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we probably covered a lot more of everything. Other than I just yeah. want people to know how good Amanda Seyfried is. Like, she's really good. Yeah, I think it's an amazing show overall. Um, so in the week ahead of former Theranos's um, COO's tra- fraud trial, which was set to begin today, which was when? March 16th, 2022. Um, oh, today. That's literally his, today. His his trial. His trial, yeah. Um. But but it was postponed due to a juror being exposed to someone with COVID. The Santa Clara oh. County Superior Court was hard at work screening potential jurors from the pool of local citizens. This is a typical part of court cases meant to ensure that a jury's makeup is representative of the larger community. No shit. Everybody knows that's how you pick a jury. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> um, but the process is, oh, my God, what if I like got jury duty for that? That'd be cool. Oh, that would be amazing if you were indicting Sonny. I would just I just don't have the qualifications to make a choice in a jury. Like the I one time knew. I was in a jury, I just picked what everybody else picked, you know. Wait, you were in a jury? Yeah. When? 2014. You had jury duty? Kev, I've told you this whole story before, I'm pretty sure. Wait, you have? <laughs> Are you allowed to say what the person did? Yeah, it was like a um a jewelry store theft. <gasps> Oh my gosh, like a heist. There's def- no way I've ever heard this before. Yeah, I literally had jury duty, like went to downtown Pittsburgh. It was like a month before I started working my first job. Really? Yeah, and I had to, I don't, where were you? Maybe you were gone. Drunk. I don't know. But um, I like had to go down there, like went through like the picking process, whatever. Yeah. And I was so nervous. And then they like picked me because I'm like the perfect. I'm like, oh, I'm like a student, you know, right, like you I have no, nothing. Yeah. So I got picked. So you just had to like it was like a. thankfully it was only one day, but um, you like sat in the whole trial and it was like this guy who they thought like stole these diamonds from <gasps> this jewelry store. What jewelry store? I, it was literally like a K fucking sales or something. <laughs> Ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> But it was like this whole thing happened, but it was actually he ended up like we said not guilty because like there was enough evidence, but we had to watch like surveillance footage. Wait, so what what made you say not guilty? Everybody else said not guilty. (laughs) You're literally 12 angry men. Well, what was the (laughs) did you not see him take the diamonds or something? No, there was this whole thing that like the worker like dropped some or something. It was like this (sighs) Yeah, and they thought that he, like, took – I can't remember the exact things. Or maybe it was – an. it may have been an employee of the store. I think it was someone that worked at the store that they were accusing because it was, like, after hours, like, they were closing up or something, and some were dropped, and I guess some ended up being missing or something. But I think (sighs) it's just, like, they were just misplayed because, you know, they have, like, the loose diamonds. Yeah. That you think they were just like on the floor. 
something i don't know kev it was if the glove doesn't fit you ago. cannot acquit i i have no recollection of you being on a jury duty like there are so many great yeah, because you like you like made fun of me because you were like oh rural juror like oh, that whole thing yeah i was probably drunk for sure rural juror like when liz lemon goes you were in drunk. And i like, probably like called you on the phone and told you oh i'm sure i just don't have any recollection well jewelry heist oh my gosh i know it was so like cool. it was honestly like a cool experience i didn't hate it so was it unanimous that everybody said not guilty yeah and then they wow. like go through and you have to like say it <gasps> that's like, good what if i had gone guilty <laughs> Like you, you told like, everybody you were gonna I say not guilty. Like, felt and so bad guilty. for this guy. Like he was like so nervous and. Li- but honestly, like both the lawyers were very like it was like acting. Like it was very like dra- dramatized. It was like really? so. I, I liked it. Yeah. Well, because I'm sure the the jewelry company just wanted like restitution for the, whatever that was missing, but this that could have ruined that poor guy's life. You really you know, stuck, it up, was like, stood up for the. It was guy. so sad. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, this is so cool! Like, I'm go, I'm working at Reed Smith. I'm gonna see this shit all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get to go to trial. <laughs> I'm going. I'm a stenographer. I'm literally going. I'm the judge. I'm a court typist. <laughs> <laughs> That's so what I should have. That should have been my job. Those court." Typers. With those keyboards, that's so hard. So, I, what do you think? In like in this moment, do you think you would have said guilty or not guilty for Elizabeth? Oh, Holmes guilty for Sunny? sure. Yeah, exactly. I have, uh, a, you yeah. know, that woman's intuition, and that really no, came out for me there. Knew, yeah, you you knew not guilty. That's for sure. <laughs> wow, you just gave our listeners just a gem of knowledge. Pun intended. I know. I've been through so much in my life. You know, I could just pull out a new story every day. You have so much just like real world experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's what happens when you're 30. Yeah. Anyway, so, oh my God, it's literally so dark out. Okay. I'm literally by candlelight here. (laughs) I know. Squinty McGee. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so the process is a bit trickier with high-profile cases like those of um, Balwani and Theranos' founder, Elizabeth Holmes, given the potential for jurors' opinions to be influenced by information from outside of the trial. Things like, say, a flashy eight-episode streaming mini. My phone was about to fall. While the amount of reporting and attention around Theranos and its disgraced founder obviously presented something of a complication in the selection process, what U.S. District Judge Edward Davila might not have expected was for the dropout Hulu's show to become a factor here. Law 360 reports that before Davila ultimately swore in a full panel of 12 jurors and six alternates, the four-day selection process was marked by the dismissal of two would-be jurors who had begun watching the dropout. Um, one dismissed potential. I would be like, "Oh, I have so much evidence. This is great. <laughs> I know right, so much exactly. about the trial." Um, one dismissed potential juror told the court that sh- while she stopped watching the series after being summoned for jury duty, I wouldn't. Oh. I'd be like, "I'd get out of it." She didn't believe she could be unbiased in her deliberation for the trial. Mm. The other dismissed potential juror said that while he had not exactly watched the show himself, he'd accidentally seen enough of it to understand the gist of what was going on due to his girlfriend watching three episodes of The Dropout over the weekend. Oh, like in you addition were, to those, you were watching it too. Yeah, it's like oh, I was making dinner girl, and saw yeah, it out of the corner of my eye. Right, yeah, right. That's a dumb excuse. Um, 
being dismissed, other potential jurors noted that they'd seen ads for the show online with one person calling them a constant presence on Facebook. Mm. Here's the thing. It's like it would suck if you were like sequestered for a trial that long because you literally like can't go on anything. anything. You can't go on your phone. You can't watch TV. Like you're just stuck at a hotel room. Did you ever watch the O.J. Simpson American Crime Story? Uh-uh. They like they had to keep those people in this hotel with no access to anything, no TV, no nothing for like months during this trial. Like it is kind of crazy to end up finding somebody unbiased. Right. And it's just like that's literally a civic duty and you're going to pay me like 10 bucks a day for parking. Well, you get like paid that's all you get. Don't you get paid for the, your job or something like don't you get paid? Oh, you don't? You get like a small like stipend every day, but it's like nothing. They sent my mom this really long letter from the judge that thanked her for being yeah, an you honest me. citizen. Yeah, they're not Just doing that re- in Allegheny County for everybody no, who comes no. in. <laughs> you guys were like kicked out the door. Um, okay, sorry. This there's like a lot in this article. I think that um, maybe we. I don't know if there's too too much more we need to delve into. Well, the, that think? article wasn't really helpful because he didn't actually start the trial. Like, it's right. called Someone Got COVID. The trial didn't start. So right. that's what they should have just had the whole thing. Basically, she heard. And then they explained over. what jury duty is. And then do I you, talked about my jury duty. Do you think that they're waiting to sentence her until they finish his trial? Is that why hers maybe is until September? Maybe. I think that's just sometimes it takes a long time for people to be sentenced after their. Oh, with your big um, legal experience in your experience. Yeah. Yeah. And in the briefs that I've read, um, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't it? Because you think like a trial is over and then it's like guilty, not guilty, but you don't find out what's actually going to happen to someone well, until along. Um, and you're like, oh, they're just chilling there. Jesse Smollett literally was just charged from something he did like three years ago. Wasn't it like three years right. ago? Two years you ago. You know, Elizabeth like Holmes is trying her ass like to get pregnant again. Oh, she's gonna. She's thirty eight. She's gonna. She's thirty eight. She's gonna prick herself in the hoo ha to get some hysterical pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? We didn't even get to talk about today. We were just so busy with all these things. I revealing to our listeners that she had jury duty was that whole um, Anna Delvey deport- deportation situation. Yeah, what's going on with it now? I don't know if anybody has an update. Like, it's just so funny. Now she's on Call Her Daddy podcast, but it was like she did that. um, She, like, had a hissy fit and, like, wouldn't get deported. She needs to go. She needs to go home to Germany. She needs to leave this country. Right. And it's like, what happens if you're, like, you can never come back to the U.S. again? I think so, yeah. Oh. It's not like, oh, you get a... If time she, out like, and then you could come back someday i think she could come visit but if she wanted like that's a what visa, i mean i mean she couldn't like live here yeah i think if she wanted an extended visa she would not be granted that based on her track record right like go scam people in europe That'd oh be fun. exactly exactly like you're so above the u.s anyway like what's so great about the u.s this is when like she should don't try to build leave. a company all she wants to do is buy clothes Go to nice dinners. That's Literally, all we do all it in want. Berlin. Just do yeah, it, right. right? That'd be cool. But she, I don't think she wants to go home because she feels like she'll have failed. But it's like you did fail. You're literally in jail. She does not think she failed. No, that her attitude on that podcast, I would slap her in the face. 
She's like, this was just a little inconvenience. What you kind know? of even question? What kind of even sentence is that? <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Mr. Accent. I know. All right, uh, you want to close this out for today? Three in a row. One, two, three. That was fun. I love these scammer stories. Like it's like my favorite topic. I just want everybody to know that we got on today, and I was like, "What do you think we should talk about today?" And I literally goes, "I'm gonna Google conversation topics." Like, <laughs> we were gonna talk about like, "What's your favorite color?" Like, "What do you? What are your passions in life?" What are your hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could play a game. You want to play Monopoly on the? Play podcast? Never Have I Ever. <laughs> You want to play uh, Kings? One, <laughs> two, three. Touch Cheers the ceiling. To the yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's always my solution. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode. Um, make sure you go on our equally amazing Instagram account at That's the wow, Worst Pod. Yeah. Maybe this week's going to be. It's like we posted three episodes this week. Maybe I could post an instagram we'll Maybe. see what happens you literally look like a prairie girl right now with my like bonnet yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that's our instagram and then our twitter is at that's the worst underscore always fun stuff amazing i don't know if there were any screenshots taken today but no nope, let me none. know nope i was yelled at this morning so none taken today thanks yeah i'll make sure next time i have full glam um and then yeah, make sure you follow us and all that stuff. And we're Kevin Aya. That was literally the worst. Bye. See ya.